Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Mike Lynch here. Hey, and I'm Patrick Harris. You probably like baseball, which is why you're listening to this. This is the uh, Hot Corner Podcast. Well, I kind of like baseball. I guess I'll tune in. Baseball's pretty neat, so thanks for listening. This is brought to you by your local Les Schwab Tire Center. Doing the right thing since 1952. Woo, Baseball! And now the pitch by Martinez is option in and hits Gerald Williams on the left hand. Dig your cleats in. Now he's going to charge the mound. He's going to charge Martinez, and the fight is on. He got a right hand in before he grabbed him behind by Baratek, and now the benches are empty. It's time for hour two of the Hot Corner with Patrick Harris. Yershinsky wanting to know, am I going? He is going. And Mike Lynch. It is a collision at the plate, and Yershinsky not only Step up to the plate for hour two of the hot corner. Posenden getting into it with Barrett. I mean, there is some hooking going on in the bottom of two pile. On 1080. Uh, Whoa! Bautista got all he could handle with that. Wow. That's some pretty solid contact right there. The fan. It's an Avon from A-Rod. The home run Stroka getting higgy with it. Welcome to the second hour of the hot corner. If you're missing the first hour, you can download that the Les Schwab Tires podcast at 1080thefan.com or on the Odyssey app. I would like to announce that I have no control over the drops being played. That is one Patrick. Harris. That's just me, man. No, see, Stopalo. Yeah, baby. Yankees hot lately, man. Yeah. Some hot bats. Some hot bats. Yeah, if you're missing the first hour, download that. Uh, Les Schwab Tires podcast. Speaking of podcast, Beers on Us drops tomorrow at 4. Fantastic episode. Uh, great episode. Lots of stuff lined up, so make sure you guys get on top of that. Rate, review, subscribe, all that jazz. Uh, we have Fair Foul coming up in a half hour. Um, I can't believe I almost glossed over this, so we're calling an audible. <laughs> Well, there's multiple things we said we were going to talk about that we haven't even come close to yet because John Means took over the first hour of the show. Yes, but I would like to use this opportunity to talk about something we've I promised we would keep track of. Okay. And uh, I want to uphold that promise, and we will also talk about the ultimate way to watch baseball. Yes. And then Farrah Fowl, and that'll be the show. Okay. And I'll get to this other stuff later. Did you know the Mets made up a hitting coach? I did know they like made as, up a hitting as coach. You were like, hey, new ownership. Everything's going to be different. Nope, we're the same. Uh, and so we uh, got... then they fired their real hitting coach <laughs> after they made up a fake hitting coach. Yeah, so we got a lot to get to. We'll, we'll, we'll store some of that stuff for next week. Uh, 
But in keeping tabs, keeping up with the Joneses, in this case would be the Houston Asterisks, um, they were in Yankee Stadium last night for the first time with fans since the debacle of trash cans were revealed. First time they played since 2019 <clears throat> when uh, Altuve oh, hit. Oh, right, because they didn't play last year. Yep, when Altuve hit the homer off Chapman. Um, and I'm sure everybody was level-headed and understanding of the situation. Mm-hmm. And you know, Dusty that, Baker wanted that to be the case. You know, <laughs> that's, that's what Yankee fans are known for. In the Steinbrenner era, every, everyone knows the Yankee fans are the most educated the most calm, the most professional, yep. and the most civil. That is, That sounds about right. That sounds like Yankee fans, yep. The only reason I didn't pull the audio of their uh, reaction to Jose Altuve yesterday is, is because I would get fired. Oh, I thought you were going to say because of copyright claims. Because it's clean. They, oh. didn't, they didn't say anything. What, the Yankee fans? Yeah. They said, we're over at Altuve. <laughs> Because we're so civil. So to add to the list of uh, how fans have treated the Houston Astros this year, I would like to cordially invite the New York Yankees to step up with their, uh, I listened to Buster Only's podcast this morning and he said there was only, or Dave Schoenfield was on and Dave Schoenfield was on and he said that there was only about 10,000 fans in the stadium, but it sounded like 50,000 in October. It was pretty intense. And they were all chanting, Bleep Altuve. And bleep the Astros. Yes. And uh, so even though I have issues with Yankee fans, uh, even though I work with one, thank you. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't me, but you're welcome. Uh, Dusty came in after his show today. Noted uh, cheater lover. Yes. Loves the Patriots, loves the Astros. And he came in and gave me a high five and was like, what's up, dude? And I was like, hey, he goes, fantastic job by your fans yesterday <laughs> and i was like what aren't you the astros fan he goes yeah we kind of deserve it right and it was we talked about it for a while yeah it was fantastic because of of the fan bases that'll give them trash cans the two that you were most interested in seeing the reaction would be the yankees mm-hmm. who lost in the alcs to them in 17 and 19 and the dodgers who lost in the world series to them in 17 so we haven't seen the Dodgers yet. I do believe they play in L.A. this year. I do believe that is correct. Um, Dodger fans are not as intense, and they show up to games late, so we'll be. it'll be interesting to see what happens in that scenario. I expect the outfield to be lively in Los Angeles on those days. Probably. Uh, the, once, the, once the fourth inning starts, the yes. inner the inner bowl uh, that you know that that's pretty casual kind of you know that's the Colin Cowherd and the Larry Davids and they're just kind of mow the Rob Lowe's they yes. just kind of mosey in, but the outfield. That's the real people. Yep. That's so, them peeps from the burbs. Th- they have the most beef with the Astros. The Yankees have the second most beef. I got to say it was fun. And what it did for me was it kind of fully reawakened my baseball fandom. Ah, the, the COVID year really did a, a toll on me as a sports fan in terms of just how fervently I followed everything. This is how you know this guy has roots for a team that has 27 World Series championships. Welcome to, like, me and Joe's life every day. What do you mean? Our fandom just kind of sits where it sits. Oh, I see. <laughs> we don't go in ups and downs yeah, I get you, because I get our you. teams kind of suck. <laughs> and we're just used to it. I understand what you're saying. Uh, and I've enjoyed this year, and I've watched all the games, and, you know, the Yankees started slow, whatever. But... uh it wasn't whatever two weeks ago because I was freaking out, but <laughs> you know what I mean. Yesterday, when the fans were there and the intensity of a rivalry series happening again, I was sucked back in immediately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's it, my quarterback. It was so intense with just 10% capacity or whatever it is 
uh, that they have capacity there for. I, I was like, oh my God, this is baseball. It's back. And all the stadiums now have fans. Mm-hmm. And we're getting looser restrictions. So you're going to get more and more. And it feels like you're finally getting back to that point where that extra bit of juice is coming back to sports that has been missing. And I don't think we realized it when it was happening because we had talked about this. We kind of got used to it without fans, right? We were, we're, we're not shocked when we see empty stands anymore. We're not annoyed when we hear a miscue from the network with their fake crowd noise. We're just kind of, we adjusted to it. Nothing beats the real fans. I heard fans. I heard, just reminded me of that. I watched a Mariners game the other day and fans were booing the pitcher, keeping the runner on first. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, why are you booing? Oh, right. That's what they do. Bored. That's what they do. <laughs> Throw I totally the pitch forgot. to home. <laughs> yeah. He threw to first twice and the fans really let the pitcher have it the second time. And then the guy stole second. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have booed. Shouldn't have booed. You want to throw it over one more time. So yeah, the intensity of it was fantastic, and it really kind of reawakened it in me. Uh, sure. I don't know if you caught this, but there was a little video. This guy brought in an inflatable trash can, and it was confiscated mm. by security at Yankee Stadium. And there, and it's somebody's cell phone. I don't remember where I saw this, but probably on Twitter this morning. And it's somebody's cell phone. And this guy in a ju- in an Aaron Judge jersey is walking up the stairs as the security is walking away with his inflatable trash can. And they're holding it down like a five-year-old would hold, like, their doll as they're walking away. And this guy's walking up the stairs, and he's like, he's got his hands up. He's like, hey, dude, that's mine. Give me that back. And as he's passing this fan who's on the aisle, he's got two 24-ounce cans of Bud Light in his hand and just reaches out with one of them. And the guy in mid-stride grabs the can and continues walking up yelling at the security guard and i was like that is some team appreciation uh, right there I, I one other thing to throw in about this is the mlb is trying to protect the astros still there was uh some tweets that i saw of fans who were told to remove their shirts before entering the game one said trash throws and they made them take it off lame uh, they're also confiscating all of the inflatable garbage cans i mean also lame you already protected them enough yeah you didn't punish them right the players got off scot-free this is their the, AJ Hinch and Alex Cora have jobs, right? Uh, in your mind, the punishment was the fans, so don't take away that punishment, right? Right. That was uh, that was, and they said it was from the MLB. It wasn't the Yankees saying it; it was the MLB saying you can't have this or you can't have that. And it's like, really? Why? Why, why are it, you protecting them? Why does it seem that like the controversies in MLB, like steroids and the cheating, it's like it kind of gives you more attention. <laughs> Yeah, and like the game itself almost, and brings more eyes to it, and then you watch the games a little bit more because you want to see what happens in this Yankees Astros <clears> game and the fan reaction, and but then the MLB is just trying to tamp it down and you like try to clean their image because they don't want to be known as the cheating game. Yeah, what what I would argue is the reason why everybody wants to watch it is because Major League Baseball handles this so piss poorly. <laughs> That's what it is. If it was just like, oh yeah, all you guys are banned, you guys are done. Like, look at Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling is banned for life from the NBA. And we'll always remember Adam Silver for that. But we don't talk about it every day. Right. But anytime you talk about baseball, people are like, well, the Astros or steroids. Because Major League Baseball is absolutely garbage at handling this stuff. Although, to be fair, with the NBA thing, we all consider Adam Silver the best commissioner in sports right now. Sure. But he has his own warts with the China stuff. Right. You know, the NBA has such a relationship with China that – 
he is, you know, he he's kind of anti supporting Hong Kong and all that kind of stuff. And there's, there's the business decision he has to make. So every commissioner has their awards, but in baseball, we talk about it more. I think we want, I think in baseball, we want our commissioner to be like us, mm-hmm. but he isn't. Right. And he has a been. bittersweet night for us. Um, well, we're glad to be done. That has um, happened to I all do of think us it's a great accomplishment I for hate, our players I hate baseball to get the season completed. So much. But obviously, we're concerned when any of our players, players. test positive. We learn during the game. <laughs> Corey. <laughs> You thrilled our fans, and we're so glad it's over. <laughs> that is that is very human, sounding yeah. very drunk on a microphone. Yeah. But I think we want, I think we want to feel represented by the commissioner in baseball more than other sports want to feel represented by their commissioner. Well, we feel. I think it's because we feel that baseball is more of our game, right? As a fan, because the NFL. They could care less about the fans as long as you keep paying. And the fans know it. And the fans but know it. And they, they just the blissfully are like, cool, dude. Yeah, whatever you say, I, man. I love this. Man. I love this. Great idea, dude. <laughs> All right, when we come back, there's a new way to watch Major League Baseball. Mike Lynch discovered this, and it will blow your mind. It's 816, 1080 The Fan. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. All right, it's 820 here, 1080 The Fan, Odyssey. Timbers still down 1-0, start of the second half. They're in the 49th minute. Timbers got to score to force extra time in a shootout. If they score twice and tie, they'll win. Because that's they score twice, play. they go bye bye to the next round. Um, unless they lose three, unless they lose three to two. So we'll keep you updated on that. Blazers win today. Big win. That's a five and one road game. That road trip. Yep, that's what I meant. And uh, you know, Cavs were depleted, so we expected them to win, and they did. So they, I was waiting. For they the- won five to one. My God, what happened? <laughs> That would be rad. Five to one road game. That happened That's once. It. I was sitting with my girlfriend. We were watching a Blazer game. It was the beginning of the game, and the score was like six to one. And she goes, I know I'm not the like Uber sports nerd. How does that happen? But I know sports really well. <laughs> but this is basketball. Don't you only make twos and threes? <laughs> I was like, well, believe it or not, you can get one in the beginning. Yep. It's just a little difficult. And four. Uh, so at the beginning of the weekend, that is true. You can get four. Well, yeah, sort two of. and two. Or <laughs> three and one. <laughs> I'm going to go with two and two. They do like scissor. Three point fouls. Um, over the over the weekend. Scissor me, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that would get you. You just took a minute. <laughs> well, I, I had to throw the reference in, but I couldn't Thither finish it with, this, with a straight face. <laughs> they me timbers. <laughs> uh, over the weekend, Mike, you sent me this, and it's something that Baseball Reference put together. Yes. And they have created the ultimate way to watch baseball. I'm very confused as to how this didn't get more attention. It only has like 49 likes on Twitter and like seven retweets. Well, I can't imagine baseball reference gets a ton of followers on Twitter. They have almost 300,000 followers. Well, yeah, but I mean, like they're not, they don't tweet out like, you know, this guy's a B click, 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 like, 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 but okay. But if you follow them and you saw this on your feed, you'd be like, oh my God, if you're a baseball fan and it had no interaction. So 
I tweeted this a couple of days ago. If you go to my Twitter at Mike Lynch 27, it's like my fourth or fifth tweet down. Don't do it. You can find the link. Um, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. It's a trap. <laughs> but uh, you'll see some John Carlos Stanton love that you can skip past if you'd like. Um, they started something called Stream Finder. It's in beta. And there's I couldn't find it on the actual website. I had to follow the direct link. Rule number one, you have to have an MLB TV account. If you're listening to the show, Check. I think chances are fairly high you have one or you've thought about having one before. You go to this page, and it gives you a list of sorting options. You can pick any batter, any pitcher, situations in games, basically anything you want in a, in a baseball game. It's sorted by priority. You then hit launch player. It opens up your MLB TV account and it automatically switches games based on your priority list. And if nothing is happening on your priority list, it goes to the game with the highest leverage situation. It's basically like <clears throat> NFL red zone for baseball. Uh, the other negative is that you can't do it on the apps yet. Right. It has to be done on the browser. I don't know if they're going to add functionality for that later. It might be too hard for them to do, but if you are on, if you have a laptop, you can put it on your browser and it works perfectly. I'm not sure if you can do it on a tablet on a browser because it might automatically open the app. So, you know, if you guys figure that out, you can let me know later. My baseball pants just got super tight. Dude, <clears> I, <throat> I tried it on Sunday. Uh, Except for you couldn't watch Orioles games on MLB TV today. Well, I'd be nice if I had an MLB TV <laughs> account. Maybe someone's got a login. They can help me out with that. <laughs> Very true. <sighs> Dusty at odyssey.com. <laughs> um, so... I put in all my fantasy players. I put in, I want high leverage situations, <clears throat> like two or higher. They have their own leverage thing. It goes up to 10, but even like fifth inning close games, the leverage situation is like 1.5 to 2. So I put that up there. Uh, I put no hitters and I put like tie games late. And I put it on in the, in, before Sunday Night Baseball, there were like four or five games on at the same time. And I had a couple hitters in the Padres game. Trent Grisham came up, instantly switched to his at-bat. The at-bat ended, instantly switched back to the highest leverage game. Uh, then uh, Eric Hosmer came up, switched back to that. Then my relief pitcher came in, Jake Diekman, switched to the A's game. Then it switched back to a different game. I was in baseball heaven for those two hours I was watching on my laptop before Sunday Night Baseball. It's pretty good functionality for being a beta, too. You can click teams to avoid so you don't get sent to a blacked-out game. So you can click on the Mariners to skip them so that, you know, you're not going to get sent to a radio broadcast when you're trying to watch all these games. You can if you want. I mean, you'll still hear it. You just won't see it. And um, it's really, really, really cool. And there's a little time. You can, like, time it so that the batter, you, you go to the batter when he's on deck so you don't miss an at-bat just in case he gets, like, a first pitch hit. It was perfect. It was it was a perfect creation that I didn't know was even possible. And all they're doing is like injecting code into MLB TV while it's open in your computer and changing it for you. Let me ask you this. You might not know the answer to it, but I would like your best educated guess. Okay. Let's take today, for example. Okay. Okay. Who you who are the Yankees playing? Astros. You have the Astros. Oh, duh. We just talked about that literally 10 minutes ago. Um, you have the Astros. Let's say it's the eighth inning. And it's a 3-3 game. Brett Gardner's on second, and Gio Urshela's up at the plate. Mm -hmm. But John Means is two outs away from a no-hitter. What would it watch? It's 
100% based on your priority list. So you can leverage, like, I know a no-hitter's going on over here, but I'm my, I've chosen that my game is the most important. Yep. So in theory, you could take the perfect games, the no-hitters, and slide them all the way to the top. Yep. Like the, the the craziest things to ever happen in baseball, you throw those all the way to the top. And it if will someone's go to that a cycle or four home runs, you just load those at the top, and then you go your team. Yep, that's okay. kind of, that's kind of what I did. I put no that's hitter. Really, that's really versatile. I put, it's it's still in its infant stages because there's things that aren't on there. Like it doesn't have like attempted cycle. Right. Sure, sure, sure. That's not there yet. But uh, I put no hitter through seven as my first priority. I put high leverage games at two or higher as my second priority. Two or higher, what do you mean? Um, baseball Reference has their own stat for high leverage situations, and it goes from zero to ten. Oh, okay. And based on that first day watching it, most high leverage situations are from 1.5 to 4. So I put it pretty low so that it'll go to a, like a, a stressful situation. Okay. And then after that, I put my players. Gotcha. Uh, I put batters first, then I put starting pitchers, and then I put relievers. And, um, you know, you can change what batters you have. I just have it all kind of up there because it's rare. They're going to be up at the same time. But, you know, you can change who you want to watch more. You know, even if it's not on your fantasy team, you could put Mike Trout. You could put Fernando Tatis. You could put whoever you want to watch, right? If you want to watch Otani pitch, you, ha- you can put him on there. And I want to watch Otani hit. It was – I thought it was going to be janky because it was new. Mm-hmm. The only jank that, that existed was it kept commercials going sometimes – because there wasn't anything else going on. Uh, I see, I see, I so, see. So, like, the game that was highest leverage would go to commercial, but there was other games in commercial, so it just stayed on it. So it's not, like, a true no commercial experience, but it was something I've always wanted in baseball. We've seen it. They've tried whip-around shows. They've tried, you know, MLB Tonight does this on MLB Network. But even there, there's, like, an obligation for the analysts to break stuff down and do a funny bit or all that kind of stuff. Whereas this is just pure... Here's what's happening. Here's switching to this game. You know, I got to see the Rockies tied in the seventh against the Diamondbacks. I got to see the A's take a lead over the Orioles in the eighth. I got to see Trent Grisham hit a single. I got to see Jake Diekman pitch his relief appearance all in two hours. And I just let my laptop sit and just put it in front of me. I had something else on the TV and I was just paying attention to it. And for me, you know, that's going to change the way I watch baseball on the weekends. Totally. I mean, I'm here at work. I'm not going to, I don't have my laptop with me. I'm not going to do it while I'm on primetime. It would be perfect on a weekday, 4 p.m. Yeah. Fire that thing up. And Sit outside, four, crack a burr. Yep. And from 4 to, to 10, you'd have all the games just rotating because you have them all going at the same time. But like Saturday, 10 a.m., put that thing on. You got all the games going um, all the way through the day. And that's a new way to watch baseball that I think could be a way to get younger fans interested because it's way more fast-paced kind of ADD viewership. Uh, does it include your blackouts? Well, that's what I said. You can choose teams to exclude. So I clicked on the Mariners so it doesn't switch But I was just wondering Mariners. if it switches over to the Mariners and you get in on that. You don't. Oh, okay. It switches to the Mariners' radio call. Okay, gotcha. Because it's your MLB TV account. Gotcha, you log gotcha, into gotcha. it, it's your MLB TV. Yeah, yeah. So I'll just the web page is doing things. I'll just use my VPN. Sure. Uh, I do like this. I'm looking at it right now, and I'm going to kind of play with this in the break and kind of see what it looks like. Uh, when it gets to, like, batters and, like, peop- like certain players you want to watch, uh, I think roster or baseball reference has decided the best players in baseball. Yeah, they have Trout, Tatis, Otani. Trout, Tatis, Aaron Judge. Ah. Questionable. Well, and Jacob like, DeGrom. 
Mm, there you go. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, that's a good list. I'll change out Judge. Some Frankie Lindor strikeout action. Also, it's 2 nothing now. Penalty kick. Wee-wee! So that's about it. Adios, muchachos. When we come back, fair or foul. But first, there's my man Joe with sports. Is it fair? Oh, my that's goodness. That's a fair ball. Or is it foul? Well, he thought it was foul, I think. A knowledge test for Patrick and Mike to see how well they know the big leagues. Mathematics and strange symbols now as far as Major League Baseball is concerned. The OBP and the SLG and the ISO and the you name it. And what our distinguished hosts think about the stories that popped up around the big leagues. Peralta knocks it into center. David tonight, two for two, a leadoff single here in the fourth. And nobody noticed. This is Fair or Foul on the Hot Corner on 1080 The Fan. Fair foul up right now. Without further ado, we turn it over to our fantastic producer, Mr. Joseph Fisher III. In that open, Vin Scully says, mathematics and strange symbols taking over the game. The what? ISO. Well, what, what strange strange symbols could he be talking about? A, a, a plus sign? <laughs> like a, Percentages? A, a period? Like I don't know. That's a great point. <laughs> What is this math? Decibels to know how loud the trash can is. The SLG. That's been around for quite some time, Ben. I still love that he says the ISO. Anyways. What do you got for us today, sir? Got some John Means for you. Ooh. That's for sure. I definitely don't know anything. Uh, Well, you mentioned earlier My name is Patrick. Um, that it was his first game going above seven innings. Was it fair or foul? His first game ever with 10-plus strikeouts. Ever. Ever, He got ever. 12. Forever. So last year at the end of I mean, the year. I mean, I once struck out 24 when I was 12. On the MLB. The show. Yeah. I was, I was waiting for it. 97. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and say foul. I think at the end of last year, he had a bit of a run, which is why people thought he was going to be good this year. So I'm going to say foul. He had 10 strikeouts at the end of last season. Uh, let's see here. Let's rack the old P. Harris brain. And I'm going to go with, because I know this. Well, you just said you don't know. Anything. I don't know anything. <laughs> um, uh, I think it, I'm going to, I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with fair. I think today was the ultimate pinnacle career day for John Means. You know, I hate doing this to myself because I'm always like, all right, all right. I looked it up. I, know I got it. Yeah, yeah. And then I have to go back. I'm like, wait, did I miss one? Is it a push? Uh, it is foul. He did have 12 strikeouts. Second to last game against the Tampa Bay Rays. Last year? Last year. Yeah, second to last game. Um, Look at that memory on me. But other than that, 2019 was an all-star season for John Means. And the only reason it was an all-star season is because somebody's got to go. <laughs> one player has to go from every single team. Somebody's got to go. Rookie season for him, and uh, he did not have a ten-strikeout game that year, and hasn't had one this year until today. Uh. He did have nine strikeouts in his last start, so good uh, back-to-back starts and outings for old John Means. All good right. for him. Yes, very much so. Um, and mm. this next one. It stems from John Sukanik at the end of primetime. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> he said that uh, towards the end of this game, he was rooting for John Means to get the no-hitter, which 
I think in some situations it's perfectly okay. So fair or foul, if your team is getting no hit, it's okay to root for the pitcher that is throwing the no hitter. Uh, I'm going to say fair to that. I think it is okay. You know, John said these turds deserve to get no hit, right? <laughs> he texted that to me. I asked him because he has John Means in his fantasy team. And I was like, do you want a fantasy team win or do you want your team to get a hit? And he goes, these turds deserve to get no hit. So I laughed about that. But I think you root for the no hitter, honestly. I mean, I think I think if it's like sixth, seventh, you want your guys to get the hit. But after a certain point, you're just kind of like, if it happens, cool. Like we don't get no hit. But if we get no hit, eh, it's okay. I, I think I think that's fair. I think it's okay. As someone whose team has been no hit this year, in fact, it happened about three weeks ago. Uh, I think Carlos Rodon and the rest of the Chicago White Sox can go die. So I am not rooting for a team to throw a no-hitter against my squad. Uh, partially, this might be because it's the White Sox, and uh, I despise the White Sox almost as much as I do the Tigers, but it's close. Um, I am not rooting for my team to get no-hit. I don't care if, quote, these losers deserve to get no-hit. Turds, maybe turds, maybe, maybe you might find me in a moment where I'm like, yeah, in that John moment, yeah, these guys suck. They deserve it. Generally, when I watch Carlos Rodon, who I watched the last three innings of that game, I'm just like, who's coming to the plate? Is Jim Tommy coming to the plate? No, it's Josh Naylor. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> uh, Manny Ramirez coming to the plate? No, that's Eddie Rosario. <laughs> um, Frankie Lindor three years ago? Nah, it's Frankie Lindor now. Damn it! Uh, no, I do not. I am not rooting for my team to get no hit. Is it three nothing now, or was that just a replay of the? No, it's kick? two to one. It's two one. Oh, two one. Timbers got a pen. Who was that lying on the pitch there? That was Dyron Espria. Important. Yeah, he's a good player. He scores goals in these games sometimes. All right. He also likes to turn the ball over. Um, and I'm kind of with you, Patrick. I think it's easy for Mike to say, like, oh, that's cute. Norio's yeah. pitcher getting annoyed. If I were to watch a Yankees or Red Sox. I like John Means. No hitter I've against the Orioles. I've the Orioles this year, you I'd, jerk. I don't. It's an A-bomb from A-Rod. Oh, now it's over. Now it's 3-1. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I don't know if I would be cool with a no hitter in that case. Even in, like, playoff scenarios. No. No, no way. Not my team. No way. Not my team. No way. A regular season game, yeah. I think there's certain situations no where it's okay. No, I hate the White Sox and everybody else. The guy who caught Carlos Rodon was Zach Collins. How has he not been playing for the Blazers this whole time, but he caught a no-hitter? Does he need his, uh, what is it that hurt? His entire leg? Does he need that to catch? Probably not. All right, moving back to John Means. Fair or foul? That's a lot of time spending on your knees. It is. First ever no-hitter where someone reached base because of a drop third strike rule. Fair or foul? Mm. Oh, it's deflected in, too. Mm. Um, man. I feel like that's had to have happened before in the 308 no-hitters that we've had. That is not an uncommon thing that happens in baseball. No, happens all the time. So I'm going to go ahead and say foul. It was not the first time. I feel like I should interject here. First no-hitter where the only way someone reached was because of a dropped third oh, strike rule. I'm going to go fair I'm on gonna go semantics. I'm going to go fair <laughs> on semantics, yeah. It is fair. <laughs> Busted. Phrasing. Should have thrown in that only there. Linguistics are a big thing, Mr. Fisher. Well, what about this one? 
first pitcher to throw a non-perfect no-hitter in which the team did not record a walk, hit-by-pitch, or error. Say no, that, say that be. one more time. John Means is the first pitcher to throw a non-perfect no-hitter in which the team did not record a walk, a hit-by-pitch, or error. That's, oh my God. How many other instances, of, so it'd have to be a hit-by-pitch and or the drop third strike. Inf- infield, no, no, the fly rule wouldn't apply no. here. I'm going to go ahead and say foul because of hit-by-pitch. That's a walk. It doesn't count as a walk. Doesn't count as a base on balls? No. Counts as an HBP. <laughs> I still think this has had to have happened before. I'm with that. It is fair. <laughs> Got you on that one. Semantics. <laughs> John Means, first pitcher to throw a non-perfect no-hitter in which the team did not record a walk, hit by pitch, or error. Wow. Cool. You get some, learn something new every day? Yes. History. Ebo just decked Valeri in the back of the head. Yeah. It was basically a perfect game. I'm just going to call it a perfect game for the rest of my life. Well, it's not quite a perfect game because he was the one who made the error. I remember John Means' perfect game back in 2021. Do you remember? Watching it right now. Madison Bumgarner's seven-inning no-hitter. Joe the Fourth is going to be like, Dad, they outlawed baseball 30 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) Sport doesn't even exist anymore. All right. doesn't even go here. We just shoot each other with guns now for sport. (laughs) Yeah, come on. Live ammo. On to our last one with the Dodgers' uh, recent, what would you call it? Just crappy play, non-existent hitting. Yeah, they're like six and fourteen. Yeah, just they've trash now. Falling off the face of the earth the last couple weeks. And with the Athletics leading the American League despite a negative run differential, and how about this? Thirteen of the fifteen teams in the American League separated by less than five games in the standings. And then 14 of the 15 teams in the National League separated by less than five games in the standings. I've been checking. It's There's a lot of close races Fair early. foul. This season is wide open. Wide open Ooh. spaces. Interesting question. From the chicks. Aren't they called the chicks now? <laughs> yes, they are. The, the chicks. chicks. I guess I'll say fair. You a pop band from the 90s? I guess I'll say fair. You got the Cardinals and Giants right now well, leading the National yeah, League. The, the Braves have started slow. Padres started Brewers. slow. Not if your name is Ronald Acuna Jr. Who that's just, true. Yuck, 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 yuck. He's amazing, but they they're not winning a lot. That's my that's 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 oh, got to be the MVP front runner. Right they started to play better this uh, this week as well. The Dodgers have fallen off a bit. The Twins suck. Uh, the Astros are inconsistent. The Royals are good. The Indians are tied for the division lead. Excuse me, the Spiders. Let's go, baby. Did you even know that? No, I thought I thought the Royals still had it. No, so, um, you got I'm a three-way go tie. Three-way tie at the top of the Central. Is it the Twins? As Mike no. was just like, they suck. No, no they're like, you clearly don't watch the Central. Ten and eighteen or something. Spiders, White Sox, and Royals. Okay. Um, I'm gonna say fair because although I still think the best teams are gonna come out. At the end with those wins, with the division wins, right now it just kind of feels like everyone's on the same playing field, and that actually kind of makes it really awesome. So I'm going to go ahead and say fair. I'm going to say fair as well, but I have a little bit of a caveat to this. This is like a yes, but sort of statement. If the Dodgers continue to struggle, then the answer is fair. Because coming into this season, the Dodgers were far and away the best team in baseball. 
then after that, it's a pretty big crapshoot. And if they're going to struggle, then I think it's safe to say there is not a single team in baseball right now that it, that looks dominant. There isn't. The, the, the teams that I am the most worried about facing in the playoffs is who's got three solid, awesome starters. Yes. I know the Mets can't hit right now, but I don't really want to go see DeGrom and Stroman in the playoffs. Yeah, but DeGrom's going to pitch and lose one nothing. <laughs> but you know what I mean. I don't want to see Bieber Savale in the first. I don't want to see... I feel like you're really giving Savale a lot of love here. Where I'm not sure he, has, he fully deserves it yet. Okay. <laughs> I was just about to give the Yankees some love, and now I'm not. Well, I don't want to see Yankees don't deserve it. <laughs> I don't want to see Iwakuma and Mike Fires from the Mariners. What? Well, this is ten years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Wish we had them five years ago. We did. Wish we had them ten years ago. <laughs> all right, that'll do it for us for fair or foul. You know, with all these teams kind of close in the standings, you know, you kind of wish that a few more teams could just maybe make the playoffs, give give their fan bases yeah, you know, some more hope. And with the OBPs and the SLGs and the ISOs. <laughs> what is this eight teams making the playoffs? Eight sideways is infinity. Oh, Vin. Just saying, you know, you have a little more excitement in the playoff races towards the end of the season. Uh, that's, fair. that's fair or foul. We do it every single week at 830. When we come back, we'll wrap this bad boy up. It's the hot corner, 1080 The Fan. I love Tommy Clavin's junk. I am so excited to slurp up my favorite pitcher in baseball. This is the Hot Corner with Harrison Lynch on 1080 The Fan. I'm really leaning on the V. It's hard to get down the throat. You know, it is sometimes hard to get down the throat. You got to open up. Like a sixth beer in the week. (laughs) Oh, man. Like peanut butter when it gets stuck. I wish I had six beers right now. Thank you for... uh... The water earlier, by the way. Got your back. Now forget that secret stash. That stash spot. Don't tell anybody where that was. You can hide your beer in there. The good news is I can put my beer wherever I want in this place and no one's going to take it because there's nobody here. True that. Although there are more people coming into the building. Uh, I don't, like, who in this building uses the refrigerator? You know, I don't know. Besides you and me for beers on us. I assume that people will... No, probably nobody. Probably every, once, nobody. every once in a while, if I like, I ran the board for Ducks games and all uh, football games, and I sometimes ride the, run the board for uh, Ducks baseball games. And I will sometimes go in the kitchen and I will just start throwing things away. Yeah, because nobody's been here. So <clears throat> it's probably just stuff that's going back. Because I go into that fridge at least once a week for the podcast, mm-hmm. <clears throat> which you could download wherever you get your podcast, tinafan.com, Odyssey. <laughs> and, uh, so I get kind of like a quick visual of what's going on in there. And I used to be a bar manager, so I'm used to like opening the cooler doors real quick and giving a quick peek and seeing if everything's okay. So every once in a while, if I see something that's been in there for two weeks, I just toss it. I'm sure McGinley loves me for it. So, Probably does. Because it doesn't get stanky. Well, he doesn't have to do it then. Yeah. I have to bring this up, Patrick, because you weren't in here when I said it to Mike. But during <clears throat> John Means' no-hitter, and it, I'm re-watching it now on Root Sports, Top of the ninth, he's sitting in the dugout, and Austin Hayes walking by him. He's the catcher. You can see a dialogue exchange between him. Ooh, he chats with him. Yeah, and he walks by. He's the catcher, right? Yeah, he plays catcher. I think he plays some other positions, outfield. I don't know. 
But uh, anyways, he walks by, says something to him, means responds, and they give a high five. <laughs> and it was hilarious because as he walks by, you see John Means like throw his head back like, oh, oh God. crap, I just talked to somebody. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, did you, really, did you really just do that? <laughs> I'm going to kick the S out of you if this doesn't work. I saw it on Reddit earlier that uh-huh. he did that, but I just saw the clip and I didn't see John Means just kind of go, <sighs> Wish you didn't do that, dude. <laughs> Stay away from me, bro. I do like, I appreciate, and I'm kind of following suit with this, that we can say a no-hitter's happening now when we realize that we don't have some sort of cosmic power over the universe. No, you can't. Yeah, you can. Well, yeah, well, you no, do if like... you're talking to John Means. Like, you if you are the catcher, if you're Austin Hayes and you're talking to John Means, yeah, you can screw him up. But, yeah, me at a television, me yelling at the Indians to get a damn hit and not get no hit by the stupid White Sox, yeah, that's not doing anything. <laughs> what if Austin Hayes just walking by is like, got that no-no going, got bro. Got that no-no, baby. Let's go. Let's go. No hitter. No hitter. <laughs> the, rest of the, the rest of the team turns around. They're like, you got it, baby. We got you. <laughs> Shut the hell up. Dude, just pop, pop flies. Dude, pop flies to the outfield, man. We're so ready for it. Can you believe that no hits have been made by the Mariners against you? No hits. <laughs> hey, does anybody know Zero last, hits. Does anybody know last time someone threw a no-hitter with no walks? And uh, but I uh, lost the perfect game because some catcher couldn't catch the damn ball. That should be the new way to talk about it. Like talk indirectly to other people in the dugout about no hitters like in the franchise history or in mm. the league you know, like man i think it's been since 69 since we've had a no hitter no, huh. no no i think it's from 91 since we had a no hitter god that'd be crazy if that happened yeah wouldn't that be a historic no hitter it's been wild if it happens now with no hits that that'd be the way to go about that do fans yell at the the pitcher who's having the no hitter too I would like away fans. Yeah, like, do you think any yeah, Mariner probably. fans, as means, is walking back to the dugout today, yelling at him? Like, I would hope so. Don't blow it, John. I would hope so. Did you see uh, what he tweeted? I did not. He tweeted a picture of him in high school, in frosted tips. No, just like looking. Oh, man, I always super, wanted frosted tips. Just like looking super nerdy, and then the Orioles quote tweeted it and made one of those baseball or sports memes now, where it's like a really like overexposed picture and it's like a funny line on it and this one says you got no hit by some kid named john <laughs> and it's him like in a in like a the vest under a tuxedo like with his arms crossed looking all dirty <laughs> oh god love it well congratulations to john means with a no hitter my friend you are now in the record books for all oh. time in major league baseball my god that is a uh that's blunder years right there yes it is we've all been there he looks like a magician he does look like a magician an aspiring magician. Well, he was a magician today. <laughs> has a, wow. I'm just going to let that go. That's fantastic. Uh, we'll be back next week. I want to make fun of uh, Angel Hernandez because that's easy. And there's some hitting woes and hitting pluses all around baseball. And we'll see you check in on some injuries of some key and, players. Uh, new money ball, question mark? A new money ball. I do want to talk about that as well. So don't go anywhere. Beers on Us podcast will drop tomorrow at 4, as it always does. Make sure you get that wherever you are. Next up on the fan, just wait till the morning. You got yourself dirt and spray in the morning. Chauncey Billups, Chauncey Billups, Eric Spolstra, Eric Spolstra, Jason Kidd, Jason. No, all three, all of them at once. No, all right. For Mike Lynch, Joe Fisher, I'm Patrick Harris. Go do something I would do, like hire Eric Spolstra. Duh.